What's shaking you tonight? Welcome to Lords of the Lawbox presents the cover price comic book shakers of the week. We got a countdown. Today's a special, a little bit bigger of a list. Today we have <laughs> eleven shakers as opposed to the ten only shakers. Top ten that we do eleven. <laughs> this is not even a top ten. This is not even a, any numerical order. This nah, is just a banger. So hey, we got eleven anything, books. They're alphabetical. So while you guys are kind of engaged. Yeah, they, I don't even think they're alphabetical. They're just thrown in there just to throw you guys off a monkey wrench. They're hypothetical. Uh, whatever. Yeah. Oh, hey, look who's uh, joined at the hey, last minute. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jack, we're already live. Hey. Hey. Why you guys there? Go, All right. While Jack is getting ready there, uh, we're going to go that, ahead and. Uh, yeah. You're froze, Jack. He's all froze up, man. Let's Let's play the intro a, while he's at least he froze his, on a uh, smile. So yeah, he did freeze on a smile. Uh, that is a really nice that. picture. That's Somebody just needs to photograph great that picture. picture. There you go. All right. There you go. So while you guys are congregating, why don't we uh, say the word? It's a party now. Let's you know it's right. Thursday. Now, everybody, all you guys not watching the NFL or the Major League Baseball <laughs> hey, playoffs. Welcome to the Lords of the Long Box. Dodgers it. could get eliminated. Who cares about Thursday night football? And then we, oh my god, we're going up he against the NBA gonna go five too. Hours, so man. we appreciate all fifty-eight of you that are in the live chat right now, aka Mr. Bolo Jack. Say what's good. Uh what's going on? Excited to be back. You know, I've been gone for a couple weeks, so I. I had to go set up uh, the whole setup here in the hotel room in Baltimore. We had to make it happen. I was going to say, it looks like you've been like uh, sequestered or something. Or, uh, you know, Busy man. Is that for Busy man. Baltimore Comic Con? Is that yeah, what you're doing? Yeah, Baltimore Comic Con. I'm going to be traveling a lot between now and the end of the year. Baltimore, Charlotte, back to New York for Anime NYC, uh, C2E2, and uh, ECC, as well as San Diego Comic Con before the year. Well, goes. if you need some help on anything on the West Coast, man, you know, I, I'm down to, to make a trip. I'm, I'm going to definitely be heading y'all's way, West Coast, pretty soon. <laughs> 
I'll be at WonderCon uh, this year, and I may be going to go. ECC uh, as well. Um, so we shall see. Uh, hopefully things open up. But once again, this show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. Go to CoverPrice.com for your price guides, collections, and trends. Top 10 lists, shakers, and movers. Today is the top 10 shakers, or 11 shakers of the week. Uh, the show is uh, basically... Uh, Focusing on new sales, on the most interesting sales found on their exclusive daily shakers list. This just list changes several times every day, so make sure you check it out every day to review some of the hottest trending books on the market. And we just cherry picked about eleven of them today. This show is also sponsored by our friends over at KRSComics.com. You go to KRSComics.com, use discount code L O T L B L O T L B to get fifteen percent off any Karis Comics exclusives Friday at 5 p.m. Eastern. Remember, they've changed the time now, so it's going to be Fridays at 5 p.m. and Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern and 2 p.m. Pacific. Uh, this week, for all you sneakerheads out there, or I don't know mm-hmm. if you want to call them your bootheads or whatever, this is the, the Mike Mayhew variant for Black Panther number one, trade dress and virgin. It looks like it's going dark, but it's Those not. Are hot. Those are hot. Uh, if you're into uh, boots and sneakerheads and whatnot, I can see the the goth kids running around with these. <laughs> they used to wear those crazy uh, platform boots. But once again, this is the shakers of the week. And let's get right to it, boys and girls. Uh, Jack, you're, st- you're going to be third. So it's going to be Ryan, JB, then you since you got here last. So. That was good. And JB is probably like, damn it, I've been rehearsing these already. All right, but totally fine. No, we're good. Kick us off, Ryan. What do we got for the first one? Well, put yourself back in 2011 with this bad boy. Five Ronin number three. This somewhat obscure Marvel series has been getting a lot more attention from collectors. Usually variants will sell for a premium over their standard cover. However, in some cases, the core A cover will sell for a significant premium over the variants. For this five Ronin set, this is exact, absolutely the case. Artist David Aha created some amazing covers for the series, which actually, if you put them all together, they look phenomenal. Um, <clears throat> and they command the market over their variants. For the past several years, his Silo cover for issue number four has had all the attention and sells for around $75 uh, for a raw copy and about $150 for a 9.8. However, after years of being the cheap one, this Punisher cover has caught up and sold a near mint raw copy for $75 last week. Even issue number one Wolverine had a high new sale of $275 for a 9.8. A full AHA set used to sell for about $120 to $200, but they have dried up. And I don't know if we have any pictures of what they look like, but that looks go. amazing. Oh, there you go, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, those are sweet. Punisher, Psylocke, Wolverine, Hulk, and Deadpool. I've been wanting Very this cool. for the longest time simply because I love like uh, 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 samurai inspired uh, artwork, but um, it's kind of interesting how this one and is it aha or is it aha? I, I'm not a- aga. I think it's aja, but we'll go with aha. Aha. So five Ronan issue number three, the Punisher. That one's dope, man. All of them are dope. I mean, if you look at all five of them together, that's a pretty sweet set right there. Yeah, man. it is. It, it really has a similar look to his uh, Iron Fist series that he did. Yeah, that is. Yeah, the entire I forgot which volume that was. It called the Immortal Iron Fist or the Deadly. Which one was? I it? think it was um, Immortal. Um, yeah, yeah. I have a yeah, feeling all those Immortal that uh, Iron Fist run is going to get hot again whenever Marvel does decide to bring back um, Iron Fist. You know, uh, mm-hmm. developing those because there are some great stories they could have done. And uh, Scott Buck, the showrunner of Netflix, just decided to go poo poo on all of them. So uh, forget you. Bye bye, Finn Jones. Finn Jones, you get the salute. Oh, <laughs> oh, there's a new salute. <laughs> nice. That's a shout out, all right. Baby. What do we That's got for number awesome. two, JB? All right, coming up, number two on the list, we've got Battle Beast. Cool. Number one, originally published in 1988 from Blackthorn. Now, Battle Beast may not be the 80s toy property of prominence that others had, but they definitely had a strong following in the Transformers world. Back in 1986, the Japanese toy maker Takara had the distribution rights for Hasbro's Transformers and integrated Beastformers into the Transformers continuity both in the toy line and in the TV series. Now, Beast Formers took place in the space year 
2011 on the Decepticons Planet Beast. Now, in Japan, they were sold in similar branded boxes as Transformers and even fashioned Decepticon and Autobots faction symbols. However, when Hasbro brought the line to the U.S., they removed the Transformers connection and called them Battle Beasts, turning them into two-inch tall action figure line with anthropomorphized... God, I practiced that the whole time. Anthropomorphized animals with armor and weapons. Hasbro uh, replaced the Transformers symbol with heat-activated rub symbols that featured elements like fire, water, wood, and the rare sunburst. Now, Blackthorn published this uh, intended ongoing comic series, but they went out of business by the fourth issue. Now, while the series was rebooted by IDW in 2012, this original first issue has significant value due to its scarcity, especially in high grades. Now, raw copies have an FMV of 43 bucks, but often reach upwards of 100 plus in high grades. Most notably, a CGC 9.6 sold for an all-new high of $525 last week. Now, nice. despite the lack of the U.S. connection, diehard Transformer fans are always looking for this book. God, I want to say I had one of these toys growing up. I, I, I The rub-off uh, decal, yeah, like, reminds me... Uh, I don't know, but yeah, this is cool. They, they sure didn't spend a lot of time on their lettering because that is a horrible font on the cover there for, <laughs> uh, for everything. I mean, from collector's item first issue to even the battle beast symbol. <laughs> I don't know. If, is that a, some type of owl? And I don't even know what that green guy is. A turtle or what is I don't know what the hell that is. But uh, if you got battle beasts on your 2022 bingo 2021 bingo card, go for it. Jeez, uh, I can see why they didn't go too far with this comic because yeah. I mean, even 1988, this was uh, the artwork was a little bit uh, rudimentary, but probably hard as heck to find. But there you go. So battle beasts issue number one. All right, here's a good chance to get on the board. What do we got for the next one? Well, next we're talking about Black Knight number one. The Eric Powell 1 in 25 incentive variant from Marvel in 2015. And rumors are swirling on whether or not Kit Harrington's role as Dane Whitman will transition into the Black Knight. Now, there are leaks out there answering a few of these points. So let's stay away from those for now. What we do know is that Marvel has plans for Dane Whitman. Uh, with his key first appearance already pretty pricey, the market has moved slowly on his notable variants. And there aren't many. This Air Powell 125 variant has been a tough book to find in general, but its new high raw sale of $110 seems like a reasonable buy-in for essentially his very first variant. It also helps that it's pretty awesome. This is definitely one to watch. I'm trying to, I think I have this one because I was pulling uh, these Black Knights when they came out from my LCS. And basically when I tell my LCS to put something on my pull list, I go, give me every variant. Give me the high racial variants too, you know, and they typically do. So uh, shout out to my man D Yang 704 to be cool to send me a birthday gift on October 26th. It'll be the best birthday ever because October 6th. 2021, 2021, four out of my four out of my best five best friends died. That's awful. But appreciate the $5 super chat and happy birthday to you. Happy pre-birthday. Uh, we'll give you another birthday shout out when next week when uh, October, closer to October 26th. But uh, it's Tuesday. That's awful, man. Hopefully your year gets better, man. That's, uh, you know, especially right now. You got to appreciate everything that uh, is given to you uh, on a daily basis, right? So uh, appreciate the $5 super chat black knight number one the pal one in 25 i would say these this black knight run has some great great covers man um it's the cape man it's the cape and uh yeah, yeah, there, I mean, there was a while <laughs> you grab these incentives and bins that you would see them uh and it's funny too like it's a it's another lesson in that thing that we talk about on a regular basis about people kind of waiting till things are right in front of them uh you know we we knew black knight was coming and we knew that this wasn't a heavily ordered series and there couldn't be many of these incentives out there yeah um, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's coming either it being an Eternals, you know, I don't want to give any spoilers away, you know, end credit scene. But I mean, they they said, you know, Dean, Whit they Marvel just doesn't name character, you know, give them random names. If they use a name, you know, the Black Knight is coming, especially when you got 
an actor of Kit Harrington's pedigree, right? I mean, the other, the earlier um, appearances are way, way out there. So just wait till you see him full-blown ebony blade in costume. It's going to look dope. And, you know, come on. It's Jon Snow, right? Come mm-hmm, on. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like the perfect casting, you know. So uh, what do we got up next? Here we have Deadpool number two. This is the Mirka and Dolpho 1 in 25 from just last year. This book is a culmination of market heat around Mirka and Dolpho's rising star and a rare variant appearance of Elsa Bloodstone as Elsa's first appearance in Bloodstone number one hit a new high sale of $900 for a 9.8 this week. Collectors are looking for any notable variants, hence this 1 in 25 Andolfo variant. It hit a new high sale of $195 for a raw last week. Yeah, Crazy. that's so, you know, I would say get that Elsa Bloodstone as well as her dad's first appearance, which was in a, one of those like Marvel Presents or something, uh, you know, because Elsa Bloodstone is actually her father was the first kind of uh, monster hunter. Right. And then she ended up taking the role role as well and you know um it's been heavily speculated on that she's going to be coming and uh, i am a firm believer that she will because uh we've talked about it on all launcher spec list a while ago uh if you remember the cover it's quite uh booty centric i guess mm-hmm. you could say yes, is the, the way the cover is and not easy to find in a in a nine eight so but uh i had no idea this deadpool number two had elsa bloodstone in it she's kind of sprinkled around uh in the last, you know, five, six years, you know, uh, the more Marvel does horror titles and the more she kind of pops up as this kind of uh, monster hunter. But uh, there you go. Deadpool number two, the Mirka and Dolfo, another one in 25 variant popping up on the shakers list. All right. From uh, from a possible to a maybe not possible book to find. Mm, yeah, I don't know about this one, man. The Hobbit number one from 1989 Eclipse. Now, Amazon's Lord of the Rings Hobbit precursor takes place a thousand years before the stories we know. Now, while the series doesn't release until September of 2022, this Hobbit comic adaptation, albeit abbreviated, had an all-time high sale of $500 for a 9.8 this week. Mm. Now, this has been a fairly affordable raw book with an FMV of about 14 bucks, but even that raw price is quickly escalating at well over 50 bucks what's up with this i think i have this book it was a it was a random give it give them in when i bought something for somebody i I think it's either this hobbit or it was the lord of the rings but i mean this is what we've been saying i mean people are buying up stuff that uh, aren't really based off of movies just wait uh, Wait for that Uncharted comic, right? Uh, the trailer dropped today for it, and this is the way the market is, where people are buying stuff that weren't originally. I mean, I don't know how long we've been talking about this, but you know, we've been kind of saying we've we seen that it. we've seen that injustice that injustice book, yeah. <laughs> Uncharted. I'm sorry, Uncharted book. Uh, the um, Adam Hughes has been on this list. Yeah, and the trailer was excellent, by the way. It looks really good. It dropped today. A little, uh, I was worried a bit worried about Mark Wahlberg. He can be, uh, because every time I see Mark Wahlberg, I always think about the SNL skit where he's talking to animals and Andy Samberg, you know, uh, that's what, uh, but uh, Tom Holland looks to be the role, uh, you know, you know, so uh, we shall see, man. And uh, yeah, funny, this- funny story about that movie is when that movie's been in development for so long that originally Mark Wahlberg was supposed to play Tom Holland's role and he had to age up and play the play the wow. character. <laughs> I thought it was going to be his brother because in the game, his brother kind of leaves the messages, right? Because, I mean, I'm not giving anything away, but in the trailer, he kind of well, says... Well, Sully, uh, in the video game, Sully is an old man. <clears throat> well, not yeah. an old man, but he's older. Older, yeah. Like a Michael Caine kind of, you know, back in the day kind of guy. Yeah. And his brother is like the one that leaves the messages. I gave up on that game. I can't... I don't like doing puzzles and trying to figure stuff out, man. Getting in, you know... <laughs> I was crashing in that ship. I was like, what the hell am I doing? Am I swimming? Am I drowning? Is this part of the game? But uh, uh, while you guys are here, we're halfway through the list, boys and girls. At number five, let me introduce you guys to a new sponsor to the show. If you're tired of eBay fees, check out our friends over at MySlabs.com. As soon as I can bring up the graphic... Um, there you go. Tired of paying 10%, 15% or more to sell your cards, comics, and digital collectibles? How does 1% sound? Too good to be true? Well, not anymore. 
MySlabs.com is the web's premier user-driven marketplace for buying and selling slabbed cards, sealed wax, and now, slabbed comics and digital collectibles. So the next time you're forced to pay 10% or more to sell something from your collection, head over to MySlabs.com and join the 1% revolution. Yeah, so I, like, during Tuesday's show, I was asking what sealed wax was, and apparently it's uh, a sealed uh, packs of cards. So there you a go. Whole case, so, you know, the, yeah, like, so you can get trading cards now, NFTs, uh, slabs, just 1%, and PayPal fees, and that's it. If you're tired of paying those outrageous eBay fees, good Lord, man. I'm, oh, I was so, oof, I don't even talk about how I was pillaged, but go check out myslabs.com. If you want to get you buy, buy some slabs, buy some trading cards, buy NFT, and buy some sealed wax. There you go. You got your whole kit and caboodle, right? there all right what do we got up next after the hobbit oh this is one of my favorite spec books here we're talking about justice league number 30 the combo pack variant that dc released in 2014 and from 2011 to 2015 dc experimented with adding combo packs to their standard covers which cost a dollar more and included a digital download it's unknown how many of uh how many copies of these were produced but it's safe to assume that they were very low especially by 2014 and 2015. Featuring an overall change in color for the cover, these packs were true variants, and for the right key, the combos have been getting sig uh, significant price increases. Case in point, the combo pack of the first cameo appearance of Jessica Cruz hit a new high sale of $575 for a CGC 9.8. While there is no new news uh, during DC fandom about the highly anticipated HBO Green Lantern series, the showrunner, Seth Graham Smith, did come out uh, saying a few days later that it has taken quite a bit of time uh, to get to this point, and it's just really big, big undertaking. Yeah, it's going really well, and all I can say is that it's going really well, and there are going to be Green Lanterns in it, and it's going to be on HBO Max. <laughs> this is going to be the true litmus test for, for, for HBO Max to see how it affects the market the way Obviously, Disney Plus has affected the market. Amazon Prime has affected the market with the boys. Not so much um, Jupiter's Legacy, unfortunately, on uh, on Netflix. But Netflix is also giving shows anything that gets option nowadays. And I think you know HBO Max has done well with. But Green Lantern Corps has to be big in scope. It has to be expensive. It has to show all the lanterns and all the lantern mythos. Shout out to my man Otto for mythos and mythos if you've been watching <laughs> for a long time now. But uh, yeah, so this is the first cameo of Jessica Cruz. Uh, hopefully that's not debated anywhere. But no, that's what I, I'm... I a little inside info too. I did a, a, a live stream sale with Mark Guggenheim who is writing the show and who uh, he helmed the Arrowverse. He also wrote the Green Lantern movie back in the day. Um, and Oh, we won't hold that against him, yeah. Yeah, no, no, but <laughs> that is something that has been like, kind of like a thorn in his side this entire time in his career is, you know, he really felt like they were set up for failure with that Green Lantern film. So this is a passion project for him. This is a passion project for a lot of people involved at DC to really launch Green Lantern properly. Um, he also wouldn't say much, but I did ask some characters and I did get a reaction. There was certainly a reaction to Jessica Cruz, certainly a reaction to Simon Baz. Um, so I would say, you know, be on the lookout for those kind of new age Green Lantern. Kyle characters. Rayner. Uh, yeah, we talked about that. Uh, that's been I think that's been pretty announced. Um, also, it sounds like Sinestro Corps is something to kind of keep an eye nice. out. Nice. Yeah, they need a big budget for to do all that. And it's going to be uh, huge. It'd be nice. Yeah, to get larger, larger than the movie overall. It would be nice to get Mark Strong back. I think he was one of the better parts of uh, the Green Lantern film, right? Mark mm -hmm. Strong always plays a great uh, villain, even though he was like kind of a good guy at first, and then the, the yellow just took him over and he got evil. So uh, Justice League number 30, the combo pack from 2014, a 9.8 hitting 575. All right, this one is interesting because you wouldn't even notice this if no. you didn't know there was a little thing on there what do we got for uh, the next one another reason i love this list moon knight number 25 this is the white dot error from back in 1982 this bill sinkevich classic cover has seen significant growth over the past several years capping at a high of one thousand dollars for a 9.8 this past july however this white dot variant featuring well a white dot on the cover was most likely due to a small piece of debris on the printer. It's unlikely how many copies of these are out since CGC doesn't recognize this as a different cover, 
But this week, a rare 9.8 copy sold for a new high of 1,250 big ones. You wouldn't even know it. If you look right above Moon Knight's left hand, there is like a single yeah. dot on there. And if you were to just see this in, in the wild and you didn't know that there was a white dot error on it, you know, you know, who knows? Maybe it was in the moon way, way back in the distance. Right, right. <laughs> So there you go. The white dot error from Moon Knight number 25. If you look this up on recalledcomics.com, you can probably find out more information about the, because uh, they always have some really great information about uh, uh, rarities, uh, defects, color defects, and printing defects and of that nature on recalledcomics.com. But yeah, whoever uh, the eagle eyed person has spotted that, but for twelve fifty though, man, they really paid for it. Um, well, at least you got your money's worth when you bought it for a double size issue for a dollar. Come on now, that's not so bad from 1982. All right, so Moon Knight number 25, the white dot error. Error. So remember, when you look on the cover, it should be all black where uh, his arm is, but right above his left arm, there should be there's a little white dot that just kind of just there. You would think it was just part of the cover if you weren't paying attention. What do we got up next? All right, up next we've got Miss Marvel Gorgeous. number one, the art. Adam's Black and White 1 in 100 variant, originally published in 2014 from Marvel Comics. Now, Miss Marvel number one, featuring Kamala Khan's first solo series, is on the rise as we get closer to her new Disney Plus series and subsequent introduction into the MCU. For such a notable issue, it's not common to have a 1 in 100 variant like this Art Adam's Black and White variant. When this was released back in 2014, it was highly anticipated. Yet asking shops to commit to 100 copies to get this variant was not an easy thing to reach. Now this week, a 9.8 sold for a new high sale of $809 and should continue to increase. Yeah, this this is not the ceiling on this one. This one will be back. Yeah, Miss Marvel has uh, quite a cult following of, I know, you know, from young girls who collect it to, you know, comic book people who are, you're, who are speculating on it. You know, the Miss Marvel series coming out. She's going to be in the Captain Marvel movie that's just called Marvels. Um, but yeah, one in 100, Miss Marvel, Art Adams. I mean, dang. Uh, yeah, that's a gorgeous cover, too. Art Adams is one of my favorites, man. But uh, it's a pretty dope cover. And I love how it's a black and white cover but the font from miss marvel is in red which the really trade makes dress kind of, is still colored yeah, yeah. which really makes it stand out so miss marvel number one the one in 100 black and white variant from 2013 you could tell it was an auction because it and somebody ended at 808 dollars and 57 cents they were like uh -huh, i'm gonna outbid this guy by two cents and he's gonna get pissed off who uh, whoever <laughs> uh, you know bid eight hundred and eight dollars and fifty cents he went he went seven cents over you know we can't have a shakers list without one of these on here what is it now this this is actually pretty cool now we're talking about nintendo power number six from Nintendo in 1989. And while this is a video game magazine, its proximity to the comic world is very close. Not only is this an early issue in the Nintendo Power Run, but it also features the artwork of a 15-year-old Jeffrey Scott Campbell. Campbell submitted a bunch of material, including drawings, stage designs, and stories to the Invent the Ultimate Video Game Contest, and won which of course he did, and he won first prize. His creation, Lock Arm, was never published. Somebody needs to do that. But this fun contest set things in motion to get J. Scott Campbell, as we know him now, to his current standing as one of the most successful artists in the industry. This week, a CGC 8.0 of this issue sold for a high sale of $345. Wow. Jeffrey Scott Campbell. Now you know why he just calls himself J. Scott Campbell, because Jeffrey Scott Campbell is quite possibly the most, uh, you know, generic name you can have from Jeffrey Scott Campbell. But <laughs> the whitest if, you, if you ever had like lock arm as, uh, you know, you, you can tell, I mean, just look the way it's, I mean, you know, at 15 years old, I was drawing pretty well, but, you know, I, I'm not going to diss on him that, you know, but, you know. I could have done that at 15 years old, but you know, obviously he's a lot better now. But there you go. But uh, there, you go. that's the uh, that's the thing to, for this issue. That's the thing people seek out. You know, whenever they are a fan of uh, a particular artist, they're gonna want to seek out what they first did. Like famously, Todd McFarlane's first work was in what Coyote number six? Was it Coyote six or what? What was it? I'm trying to remember. 
but anyway, you remember the cover. It's like Todd McFarlane's first work uh, on that coyote issue. Um, and then, you know, other people look for Jim Lee's work. And so that's just another another uh, tentacle of the collecting uh, octopus that we'd like to call it. All right. So Nintendo Power, number six. We've been getting a lot of these Nintendo kind of video game books on the Shakers list. Kind of fun. All right. But this one, you got a good chance to get on the board because we've been uh, we've been really touting this book for a while now. What is it? Coming out in 1972, Shane of the She-Devil, number one, rumors were circulating that Marvel is either introducing the Savage Land in upcoming content or developing a separate Savage Land project altogether. And while this is very unconfirmed, this news has been moving Kazar books for the past several months. Collectors are now investing in Shane of the She-Devil. This week's new high sale of $1,200 for a CDC 9.4 of course, you can't do the Savage Land without Kazar or Shayna. But this quite uh, is quite the bump for a book that sold for 350 in the same grade just a few months ago. With all rumors, proceed with caution. But if you see cheap copies out there, they might be worth grabbing. Just saying. Yeah, it's a great cover. Shayna, oh, yeah. She Devil. Yeah. And then, you know, I think what was that? And then it, when they ended up, when she ended up with Kazar, what was the name of the, was it Zabu? Was the name of the saber tooth tiger? That was their uh, kind of like their, was it Zabu? Or am I thinking about something? I can't remember. Yeah. I'm not but, sure. But uh, I love these Marvel frame covers. And that, that was only for a short period of time, right? 72, 73. And yeah, was doing these they did a lot of that covers. with if you think uh, Werewolf by Night books, the I think the Dracula Tomb of Dracula books. They had these frames that you're talking about. Yeah, those are really cool. Um, really digging the art on this cover too. So Shane of the She Devil, twelve hundred for a nine point four. Wow, it's getting up there. All right, last chance for you to get on the board. This is number eleven on the list, and you know we couldn't do a shaker show without something weird on here. Gotta have something weird. But before we get to this one, real quick, shout out to this amazing chat if you are listening on the rewind or watching us and you miss out on this live i'm telling you you're missing out the chat is on fire right now all right let's get to the final one we've got thrilling crime cases issue number 49 originally published in 1952 from star publications now the woman in the red dress on golden age covers is usually the one in trouble but she's definitely mixing up some mischief here the vibrant color scheme used by L.B. Cole is just made to catch your eye and continues to be one of the most in-demand books from this golden age artist. That proved true this week as well, with a record-setting sale of $3,120 for a CGC 5.5. Beating out the prior record in this grade from 2019 by $848, or, or 37% roughly. Now, with only 53 universal copies on the CGC census and that amazing cover, it's no surprise that this book continues to draw in buyers every time it comes up for sale. Yeah, amazing. she's mixing up some concoction. That's a fantastic cover. It is. I mean, we got a whole story right there on the cover you could read. Right there on the cover. I, yeah. I always talk LB about how I miss this. Pre, this is definitely pre-code, um, you know, um, I guess crime horror type stuff, but I mean, just the colors pop. I mean, it's amazing how uh, everything comes together. Even the font is everything. I mean, I always talk about on every show that like, I really miss where on the cover you would actually see, um, you know, um, font word bubbles. You know, kind of telling yeah. you a story. You know, telling you a story. Now you just get you know things, people. Bosoms. You know, <laughs> something like that but that is the 11 shakers of the week let's go over to uh, head over to the cover price my favorite part add one website add one on the and list. let's see what's shaking today boys and girls boom full screen why should i go to my, i won't go to my collection but <laughs> uh here you see uh if you have a 6.99 full-blown membership you get the cover price top 10 the price of a mcrib for the price Starting of the November first, uh, you get to see the highest movers of the week, which are most units sold. We got you know the usual suspect, mm -hmm. but that's a pretty cool X Men number four cover right there, thirty three units, dude. Uh, you can view all of them there, but we're here to see what's shaking. So you click on view all, and if you have a full membership, you get to see all of them listed on here. Uh, look at that! Hey, hey now! Holy moly! You're showing off now. Look at this. Just a few. Uh, my God. <laughs> So, sixty-two hundred for a raw copy of Silver Surfer number one. 
Damn. They must have. Oh, I yeah. actually did 9.0, my bad. Oh, it says 9.0. A nine point eight is thirty six grand in this now. Wow! I'm glad I got wow, mine. Wow, Mine's wow. only a seven point five, but it's still I think uh, uh, no word no, noteworthy seven point five. Look at this one. This one's cool. Look at this That's Rangers comics. Cool. Right, Angels, Angels from, from hell. hell featuring U.S. Rangers, also fire hair, and werewolf hunter. hunter, and money others. Uh, this is I guess you could categorize this as a good girl cover, right? Uh, yeah, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. Rangers Comics issues number 26. Headlights. Two grand for a 6.0. I would buy that. Um, Go to that All-American. Yeah, right there. Alan Scott, Green Hill. Alan Internet. Scott, yeah. Yeah, look at that. This is All-American Comics number 23. Two grand for a 6.0. Ooh, 6.0. Just, you just can't find these, to be honest with uh, you. I'm sorry. Yeah. They're just hard I mean, to find. The 40s. You're from the 40s. Speaking of the, the, afore, the above a aforementioned uh, a first full appearance of Dane Whitman as a Black Knight. Um, Forty seven is you know also you know another hot issue as well. You know get both of them. So you know he actually appears in this issue, but you know people are this is we always say it's up to the the market kind of dictates seven twenty five or six point oh. So I'm pretty sure they're this dictating is, right now and it's going to go up. Yeah. Yes, they are. Look at that. Let's give Stanley some love, man. Marvel celebrities, uh, Marvel celebrates. I can't even read. <laughs> Marvel celebrities. Marvel celebrates Stan Lee. Look at that awesome cover, man. Are beautiful. So cool. Twelve seventy-five for a nine-point-eight. Rest in peace, Stan Lee, man. Look at that. That is Very so cool. cool. Um, hey, hair to the empire. <laughs> Shout out to man Otto. Hair to the empire. Star Wars. Heir to the empire. Number one. First appearance of at Grand Admiral Thrawn, $1,200 for a 9.8. That's actually gone down from uh, its high. Uh, this is the, so this is, this is the one to get. If you ever see them, you want to get the uh, new stand. This is the one that's really expensive. Uh, five grand for a 9.8 uh, from April 3rd, 2021. That's oh, the difference between this from the uh, new stand and the direct stand. Um, that big of a difference, believe it or not. But you got to think, man, how many Dark Horse comics were getting onto uh, newsstands, right? I mean, geez, especially in what year did this come out? Um, 1995? Because, you know, most new, uh, you go to your 7-Eleven or wherever, you know, you mostly Marvel and DC and then Image started coming out. So, you know, Dark Horse was trying to get in where they could fit in. So True. There was uh, a little Archie presence even there at that mm, point. Uh, yeah. Here you go. The original Impact. Red Hood. Jolting the Tales of Tension. Red Hood. <laughs> little EC Horror. Issue number six, 4.5. Look at that gnarly cover. That's crazy. Is she on fire? Holy shit. She's looks standing like on fire. It, or nearly That's on fire. definitely bondage and flamage on the cover right there, man. Do do. Hey, little Rick and Morty right there. Wubba double love love. A lot of fans of Rick and Morty. This is first appearance of Rick and Morty in comics. Uh, $910 for a 9.8. See? Rick and Morty fans, they love them. Before, no, they're slept on. Uh, look at this Wonder Woman cover. Wonder Woman versus Wonder Woman, number 48. 887 for a 7.5. Uh, from 1951. That's pretty cool. Vampirella. Because uh, it's Halloween comic covers. This right. is Vampirella That's number one. I have been looking for this forever. I have now given it, up. This is not a comic book, though, right? Isn't it a magazine? It's a magazine comic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is, uh, I think, from Harris Comic. No, this is Warren. Yeah. <laughs> this is, but look at that. That's a classic, classic cover by Frazetta, man. That is so dope. Is that a. Uh... Yeah. Good Lord. Always, 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 always. Last one to find out. <laughs> um, do, do, do. Server Surfer. A little ghost ridage. Here we go. Some goofy golden age <laughs> goofy uh, detective Batman. comics. Love it. Love it. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> Even the screenshot we have is it's got this stamp on it. Earl's Swap Shop is uh, and uh, Ralph is uh, is the name yeah, of the Ralph. kid who bought this comic. Yeah, good job, What's Ralph. Ralph's Put your name yeah, on that. But I don't want to write comics. on my comic. Put your name on it right now. Thirteen grand for a nine point six wow. sold back in November of two thousand twenty. Uh, graded six point I mean, uh, it's amazing to think that Detective went. Uh, 134 issues and it was still 1948. That is amazing. That's that's crazy. Uh, Sandman is showing some. Uh, hey Ryan, 
Look at yeah, this. look at that. Somebody's got two Star Wars books back from CGC. This is Star yeah. Wars, issue number one, 1977. First appearance of Luke Skywalker, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Ooh, undercover only. Leia Organa, C-3PO. By the way, it's uh, Princess Leia's birthday today. So happy birthday, Carrie Fisher. May you, you know, rest I bought that peace. book at the LA Comic Con. Yeah. Back in what, what was that, 2016 or some shit? Yeah. I wish I would have kept mine, man. From PDOT's but- Comics. Yeah, if you get the uh, where, where's the thirty-five uh, cent variant? That is the that's the expensive. There one. It is. is this it? Yeah, is this it? Yep, thirty-five center, uh, highest. Wow. Oh my it's god, 40, forty grand for a, a nine point four. Um, wow, wow, wow. Good lord, Emerson. <clears throat> it's quite forty grand. Yeah, on that one. Wow. That was not too long ago. That was only a month ago. Somebody paid forty grand for this. Oof, wow, good doggy. Well, you know, new Obi Wan Kenobi series coming out. I've never seen this Venom cover, believe it or not. No, me neither. I think I've seen them all, but this is the Jock Virgin Warrior. One wonder I've never seen it. It's a one in 500 Jock Wow. Uh, 500 bucks for a raw copy. Look how many parents there are you when you go down. Holy cow. Oh, uh, highest known value is a 9.8 for 660. But wow. I love the minimalism of this of this cover, right? And it really has a horror vibe to it as a, you know, uh, I think Venom should dig deeper into the horror genre of it, of, of it. Uh, and we're going to stick to a Halloween theme, boys and girls, so you hang in there because we're going to keep on looking at them. Tales of the Crypt number 34 from 19... Oh, look at that, man. Gnarly. The Crypt yeah, Keeper, the Old Witch, and the Vault Old Keeper. Wit. That is so dope. Uh, four, 500 bucks for a raw comic from uh, October to... I, you know what? I'm going to say it. Every time I see it, somebody bought this because they wanted to show it off for Halloween comic yeah. covers on Instagram. So That's the only reason they bought <laughs> for it. For Halloween comic covers oh, on I Instagram. Hey, I went to my LCS on Wednesday and specifically looking. So, you know, what can I buy for Halloween comic covers? You know, for, you know, keep on doing it. So, Adventure into Fear, uh, number 20, uh, uh, featuring the man called Morbius, the living vampire. First solo Morbius since Amazing Spider-Man number 101. Hmm. Right? The way he's holding her, is that a Pieta cover? Holding, Um, you know, a lifeless body in your arms. That's it. Is that what they call that? Yeah. It's a special. We'll go with that. Uh, Yeah. So this first solo Morbius uh, series since Amazing Spider-Man 101 is $400 for a 9.4. Man, when are we ever going to see another trailer for that? Jeez. Hey, you know what? I have this book. Wow. I have it. Eagle Comics presents the law. Judge Dread number one. This isn't the first appearance of Judge Dread, but it's still cool. For, irregardless or regardless, uh, four twenty-five for nine point eight. Look at this cover. That is so dope. Um, yeah, it's not the first appearance of him, but I bought it because it was number one issue. But I have that. I remember seeing it too because I was like, oh, this looks gorgeous. And I uh, love romances. Wait. Yeah, you gotta have romance book on there when you we're do. talking about shakers. Uh, this is Love Romances number 44 from Marvel. Here's your word bubble. Hold on. Read the word bubble. You're talking about word bubbles. So, Henry, this is the friend you had dinner with. <laughs> uh, I could put up with Henry's faults, but what could I do about his girlfriend's uh, close uh, quote, quote, unquote, his girlfriend's. Mm-hmm. Henry, you look uh, you look like you're up to no good. So uh, oh, yeah. 350 Henry's for a 6.5. Yeah. I was stuck on rabbit hole of watching this uh, series on HLN called uh, Forensic Files. And just uh, when people like commit these crazy murders and uh, all the forensics, they do it. I watch one episode. Next thing you know, I'm watching like seven of them in a row. It's crazy. Uh, we can't have Halloween. We can't have the month of October without a little Tomb of Dracula, right? Tomb of Dracula, first appearance of Dracula in the 616 MCU. Or excuse me, the 616. Uh, $16,800 sold, uh, 9.8 in September, just last month. Wow. 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 Look at that Um, Sky Cooper, Sly Cooper book. That's a video game, isn't it? I don't know what the hell it is. Yeah. Game Pro Magazine. Yep. It's kind of dope though. Yeah. It came in the magazine. So it was like one of those, like, you know, the comic. Isn't it like a, is it like a derivative of like Ratchet and Clank or something like that? Yeah, it was that definitely that era. I think it was Genesis, uh, if I'm not mistaken, when that game came out. I I know that 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 comic has been popular. It's always in terrible condition when you find it. Yeah, I was gonna say it's a rip off of what's that Sonic the Hedgehog or uh, maybe Leisure Suit Larry for you really old cats out there. Three hundred dollars for a raw comic. These kids don't know about Leisure Suit Larry, man. Come on now, um, yo, Hit Monkey. If you guys watch the trailer, 
I don't know if I have this one. I have one of these. Um, this is Hit Monkey issue number one. This is the second print. 285 now. You guys knew that Hit Monkey was coming to Hulu, yet now you waited to buy this when it's at uh, October 20th, 285 for a raw comic. Uh, mm-hmm. Man, that the, the 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 trailer looked pretty fun too. Um, yo, we're getting just all kinds Look at of that. Rex uh, the Wonder Dog over there. I was gonna bring right. that up in a second, but yeah. let's go adventures into weird worlds. Look at that. Look, it's found us. It's the Walking Death. Uh, adventures into weird worlds number one. From January 1952. Look at that. You got a Stone Cold deal. $280 for a 5.0. Seems affordable. It does. Uh, this isn't yours, is it? Ryan? No, no, it's no. It's just yeah. another one. Yeah. So I just need to see it. Yeah. Rex. This is Rex the Wonder Dog from DC number 12. 275 for a 5.0. If you want Rex the Wonder Dog, you want to get that one where it's the first appearance of Detective Chimp. Yeah, number uh, four. Uh, a little Venom. Hey. Super Mario. Super, hey, Mario, it's me. Super Mario Brothers, because maybe that movie, I don't know. You know, I saw Zelda number one from Valiant at the Motor City Con, and I didn't pull the trigger. I should have. How much was it? I I don't even remember. I saw it after the fact in a picture that I took of the guy who yeah. set up. Yeah, but this one is, I mean, Mario Brothers always seems to be like the thing to get as far as, especially like uh, people who get graded video games. I think the Mario's game that came out before the actual NES system that came out is the most, the used to be at least the most expensive game for people to collect. Uh, maybe Jack can correct me if I'm wrong on there. But there, so there was a Mario Brothers game that came out even before you could actually play it. In other words, it came out before the console came out. Um, and that one used to be like the holy grail for uh, people in the uh, uh, grading business or you know, video game uh, collecting world. Um, hey, so. Look at that Detective Comics. Is he fighting a Three Musketeer? Oh my God, he does look like it. D'Artagnan, <laughs> is that true? Uh, Batman and Robin encounter a new swashbuckling foe. Who had the Cavalier? First list of the Cavalier? They should bring that First, character back. The Cavalier. Let's see. Yeah, where, where's the, the Cavalier today? Where's the fencing skills on Batman when you need it? $302 for a raw comic. So this is Detective issue number 81. It was just goofy back then when they just uh, had to do it. I mean, look at the even hard to find cover, man. Yeah, you had to find a cover that had a date stamp on there. You know, I, I love date stamps on comics, especially old comics. because It's kind of like a something History, that was man. stuck in a time capsule. It's right? organic. You, it's like yeah. an organic thing. Yeah, it yeah. is organic. Definitely. It's like it's like you know you feel like you were there at your LCS, mm-hmm. and uh, we are back on screen now, boys and girls. And you know, hey, there's still 155 of you watching. Hope you guys mm-hmm. enjoyed your tour of CoverPrice.com. You like what you see? Go over there, sign up for a two week free trial. Bump around if you like what you see. Six ninety nine a month for the price of McRib starting November first. So I've been talking this up. Get and those McRibs. I'm gonna Boom. tear those McRibs up. I may where's, that, where's that McRib some. graphic at, man? <laughs> freeze some. He's gonna freeze uh, some. Do I have the McRib graphic? Oh damn it! No, I gotta. That needs to be a mainstay on this channel. Yeah. Throw up the McRibs, uh, son. No, but we do have this though. Hey, boys hey, and girls, um, we know it's getting cold out there. Hit up our friends at the Geeky Swag Shop if you need some hoodies to keep you to keep you warm. Inside the cold winter that's coming up, the geekyswagshop.com has uh, zipper putties or pullovers, um, and you can get them for $40, but you just got a code of LOTOB, you can save yourself like uh, 15%, but uh, go in if you want to represent the Lord, just keep yourself warm, just wear it around the house or whatever. Uh, they too. have them in blue, or excuse me, they have them in black and blue for the uh, the hoodies, and we're working on getting maybe some um, some beanies or and trucker hats, uh, you know, to keep your head yeah. warm during the cold, cold winters <laughs> that we don't experience down here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I could use some. You know there what? I'd like go. to get one of those um, trapper hats with the Lord's love. Right, because you make oh, the, the little yeah, fuzzy you make, ear yeah, things. Yeah, you make like, that happen. I'll would, buy yeah, one. I don't think long. I ever have to wear one of those in California. <laughs> but I'll tell you, when I travel outside of California, I am freezing. I am like triple layered. I'm like, I'm ready to go, man. You know, you got to wear the right sock. It, it, Wearing the right socks in the winter, boys and girls, that is the most important thing you will ever do. If you have the wrong socks on, nothing sucks more than for cold feet. Speaking of cold feet, Jack, what, what, you got any last words for the good folks? Oh, yeah, no cold feet. I'm going in hard this weekend at the convention. I'm in buy mode. I'm, I'm looking for the steals. Nice. All right, if you see Jack at uh, Baltimore City Comic Con, nice. tell him what's up. Go take a yeah, picture with hot. him, and maybe you can share a McRib with him. Uh, yeah. well, I won't be ready yet. 
Darkside Jedi, any last words? Hey, as always, Thursday nights. Thank you for joining us, everyone. We really appreciate it. It's my favorite list of the week. And we got an extra bonus this week. Either, it's, no way. You know, it's, no, it's I not, do both. I do he's both. On, he's on two lists. lists. That's right. And so, I yeah. prefer this one. So what can I say? Yeah. Maybe it's because <laughs> like of JB's both, on there. JB, you know what it is? Words. It's JB. It's Jack. It's everybody. You know, there it is. There you go. Oh, too many chances. Yeah, uh, I'm back. If you didn't know, uh, we got a, a daily podcast that we're dropping. We're, we're recording it on live on YouTube every morning from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. And uh, I have guest hosts five days a week. Didn't have one this morning, but I got a guest host uh, every day. And we, we're having a lot of fun. So hopefully somebody in the live chat will come in on check us out. We're yeah, not stressed out, out with morning. work during the day. Maybe I'll Like I told you, you guys were the uh, T-shirt of the day. There you go. So, yeah. Next link in the description will be, be the underwear of the day the hat of the day just send it oh, no. to jb shout out to this chat great great chat tonight great show tonight this list is like on any other list on youtube and i'm just happy to be part of it and i look forward to seeing you guys next week that's right boys and girls thank you for joining us uh i'll be back on sunday for letters of long box with mikey sutton we're going to finish out our three-part Marvel Disney Plus uh, spec list. And this one, this Sunday, you're not going to miss. It's going to be huge. All mutants that they are going to be developing Ooh. for Disney Plus. Some may be announced on Disney Plus Day, but, uh, you know, some may not. But it's good list to have and just a kind of cheap track. So Sunday at 5 p.m., boys and girls, me and Mikey Sutton will be back live. And this time it's going to be all mutants. So for uh, Mr. Bolo, Darkside Jedi, and JB, this is TiVo saying keep digging in them long boxes and peace out. Now let's do this. Rewind, select town, come again. Pull up that from the top to the very last. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who are you to make their lives bitter in hard bondage? In this, you shall know that the Lord